Hello and welcome to the Unfuck Your Biz podcast, a show for creatives to encourage and inspire through actionable legal, tax, money, and business topics. I'm Braden Drake, an author, lawyer, tax pro, and educator. If you are ready to get your legal and tax shit legit, you are in the right place. But before we fully dive in, here is a quick word from my sponsors. This episode is brought to you by my private podcast, Braden's Besties. Did you know that I created a second podcast? It is exclusive only to members of the Braden's Besties Facebook group. If you have not already joined, go to www.bradensbesties.com where you can get signed up. Once you join the Facebook group, you will get access to a private podcast where I answer your questions from our Facebook group every single Monday. Episodes are five to 10 minutes long, super bite-sized, so you can dive in, get answers to the biggest questions you may have, and that's it, pretty straightforward. So go join the group, bradensbesties.com, and I will see you both here and over there on the Braden's Besties podcast. Well, hello there, and welcome back to the podcast. As always, this is your host, Brayden. And on today's episode, I am chatting about why I believe 200,000 is the new six figures. Now, hang with me for a minute. I'm going to explain what I mean by this. So if you've been in the online business space, creative business space, really any kind of entrepreneur space for a while, you know that six figures seems to be the benchmark by which people measure their businesses, set goals in their businesses, all this kind of stuff. So six figures, that's $100,000. You'll see people doing webinars or programs on like how to scale to six figures, which is great. Like, I think that's really important, but I actually think that that is not enough. Now, before you hang up the podcast, is that the right term? Hang up the podcast. I don't know. Before you go away and you say, you know, Braden, this sounds like very capitalistic or like not everyone needs to be rich and wealthy. That's not really the point of this podcast episode. I mean, it kind of is, but the goal that I want to get us to is understanding that nowadays, like in today's economy, that's not really that much money, particularly for a business owner, because we have a lot more expenses. So what I want to, what I want you to start doing is asking yourself, how much is enough for me? Like, what do I need in order to get where I want to go? So take a second, maybe pause the podcast, take 10, 15 seconds to really think about where you want to be in the next three years, five years, 10 years. And I'm not really talking about like where you want your business to be. Like, I don't want you to necessarily think about like who you want to be serving, all that kind of stuff. I want you to think about your personal life. So do you hope to have like loans paid off? Do you hope to be living in a different city? Do you hope to be going on vacations with your family? Like what does your life look like in one, three, five, in 10 years? And I want you to have that in the back of your mind as we're going through this conversation. So the question was, is $100,000 the start of six figures enough to get you to where you want to go? Those one, three, five, and 10-year goals. We need to consider things like taxes, obviously, business expenses, debt payments, retirement, savings goals, and all of our other regular expenses, which are many. So let's look at a hypothetical business that's making $100,000. Let's assume that that's our business. We're all in this together. So we're making $100,000 and we're operating at 30% profit. So 
This means $100,000 is our revenue. That's all the income we're bringing in. If our profit is, um, sorry, I said 30% profit. I meant 70% profit, 30% expenses. So we have about $30,000 a year in expenses, which leaves us with $70,000 in profit. So 70% profit margin. Got it? And that is a pretty good, FYI, that's a pretty good target for most businesses. If you don't have a lot of overhead, you don't have employees, you don't have a product-based business, then 70% profitability is a pretty good target to shoot for. So we have $70,000 in profit. Now let's also uh, look at our taxes. And typically someone at around this marker, I'm going to tell them, you know, anywhere from 20 to 30% should be saved for taxes. And that's really dependent on if they have other household income, but we'll just go with the 20% figure. So we're calculating 20% estimated taxes on our revenue of $100,000. That's $20,000. So after we deduct our expenses and our taxes, now our remaining profit is 50,000. Now, for those of you that are sticklers out there, I wanna let you know that technically speaking, when we're talking about accounting terms, taxes don't inform our profit. Um, taxes come after profit. Business profit does not include taxes. I said that like three different ways just now, but hopefully that's sunk in. For the purposes of this conversation, I'm using the term profit just as like, what money do we have left over after we've paid the things that we need to pay for? Okay, so like take-home pay would probably be better terminology. So we, at this point, we have take-home pay of 50,000. Now, I did a very, very quick Google search for uh, how much we should all be saving for retirement. FYI, if you go look at this yourself, you can get like wildly different figures based on the resource you use and all the different variables that you put in. But I went to nerdwallet.com and I estimated based on a 35-year-old with $0 in savings that needs to save about, uh, that person would need to save about $1,300 a month to have an adequately funded retirement at age 67. Now, NerdWallet estimated that this person would need about $1.7 million to retire, you know, if we future date the money based on when a 35-year-old would be retiring at age 67. I use the age 35 because I'm 32, and basically my hope is that within, within three years, I'm able to really do that. So full disclosure to all of you, I'm not currently stashing $1,300 a month for retirement, but I hope to be within three years. I also find a lot of other business owners. Um, there may be some of you that are listening that are in your 20s, and you already have all this together, in which case that's phenomenal. Uh, but a lot of us feel like, especially my audience, because I attract a lot of millennials, we are starting our businesses maybe in our late 20s, early 30s. And, you know, it takes a few years to really get profitable. And so age 35, 40 might be where we're starting. And maybe not ideal if you talk to a lot of financial people, but that's what we're working with. So we got to roll with it, right? So if we assume that you're starting saving later than age 35, or if you want to retire earlier than 67, that $1,300 a month will need to go up. But we'll use $1,300 now as our working number for this hypothetical. So annually $1,300, if we multiply it by 12 months is $15,600. If we take that off of our $50,000 we had as our current take-home pay, remember that was after expenses and taxes, now we're left with $34,400. I also, because I think this is probably applicable to many of us, if not most of us, Googled the average student loan payment. And it was like around three, $400 per month. I rounded up to $500 a month. So if we 
calculate $500 a month for student loan payments. That's $6,000 a year. Now our take-home pay after considering the four things that we've calculated thus far is $28,400. So about $28,000 a year to cover rent, mortgage, phone, utilities, health insurance, which yikes, that's a lot. Uh, other savings goals. So if we want to save to buy a house, save to buy a car, or save for a vacation, we got to factor that in and other debts. So if you have consumer debts, car loans, credit card debt, we have to think about that as well. So after we've really looked at the things that we definitely need to be doing, we have $28,000 left for all these other things. Now, the reality is that in a city like San Diego, that's not going to get you very far at all. I also Googled average rent for a one-bedroom apartment in San Diego is $2,200 per month. That's a big yikes. Um, I'm assuming the average is probably skewed a lot by, you know, like all the fancy, like uh, really fancy apartments. You could probably, you know, get an apartment here for like $1,500 a month if you looked, but we'll go with that average. So that eats up most of the $28,000 on its own. So I also, I wanted to know just within the past week, this is kind of a funny coincidence. I talked to two different friends. One person posted this in my Facebook group, um, but two different people told me that like at this point, they really just want to like join a commune and like not save for retirement and like not pay an arm and a leg for rent and have like 15 roommates. And that sounds really ideal to them. Awesome. Love it. If your goal is to smash the patriarchy and top, top, topple capitalism, I don't blame you. But we are in this podcast really just going to talk about kind of our societal norms, like what we're all kind of working towards. I'm also not discussing inherent inequities in this podcast. Finances are very different based on your background, where you live, all that kind of stuff. A lot of us are born with privileges, the others are not, all that kind of stuff. So that all factors into this conversation as well. But really, we're just looking at what is the number that we need to work our business towards in order to reach our financial goals. So also note, you may not have the same goals or expenses. Maybe you don't have any student loans. Maybe you have other debts instead. Maybe you don't have any debts. Maybe you never want to buy a house. So saving for a mortgage is not a concern for you. But regardless, taxes are going to be a thing for all of us. Now, depending on your personal situation, your tax rate might be lower or higher. Obviously, we're all going to have business expenses as well. And this is something we're going to talk more about. And we've talked about it in past episodes. We'll talk about it in future episodes. But your business expenses may range from very, very high to very low. Just in the past couple of weeks, I've done consultations with people who are operating at 50% profit. Uh, and I've talked to people who are operating at 90% profit. The person at 90%, I might actually encourage them to spend a little bit more because if they can spend a little bit more money, then they can turn that into even more money, which is great. We also have to consider retirement savings. So taxes, business expenses, retirement savings, these are the things that we really have to think about outside of our normal day-to-day -day expenses. And for the majority of us, just considering those three things alone, $100,000 in revenue is not going to cut it. So while we all talk about this magical six-figure marker, that's great. But in my opinion, it's really just a stepping stone to where we want to go. So 
For me, I always think once we get our first client, that's a big mile marker. And then in my mind, I don't really know why, but like $30,000 is like the next big step. It goes like, to me, it's like 30, then 70, then past six figures and beyond. That's kind of like how I think about the evolution of business. That probably didn't make any sense, but you get the picture. So $100,000, is it going to cut it? I don't think so. This is why I personally think 200000 is the new six figures. So let's run the numbers again. If we still assume 70% profit on $200,000, so 200000 is our revenue, 70% is our profit, that leaves us with $140,000 in profit. Now, we could assume now that tax would be higher, 25%, which would be $50,000. But we're going to hold up and for this hypothetical person, we're going to assume that they have an escort, which is going to save them some taxes. So we'll calculate tax at 20% again on the gross revenue of $200,000, which is $40,000. And now our take-home pay at the $200,000 mark after considering both business expenses and taxes is $100,000. So this really, I think this really is kind of our our uh, magic number. So rather than thinking about $100,000 in revenue, let's think about $100,000 in take-home pay after business expenses and taxes. Now that seems pretty reasonable, right? Like when I tell people, especially new business owners, $200,000 in business income, that might not seem very attainable. It is. I promise. I think we can all get there. Um, but once we kind of shift our language and say, all right, $100,000 in take-home pay, now you're like, all right, Brayden, that feels, that doesn't feel like greedy to me. That feels like a reasonable number. So now let's also consider the same retirement contribution, a little over $15,000 for the year, leaving us with $84,400. So when I say like your take-home pay is $84,000 after taxes, expenses, and retirement contributions, are you going to say, oh, wow, like I'm rich and wealthy? I, I would think not, right? I would argue no, um, but it should still leave us all or most of us with enough money to cover our rent, our health insurance, our groceries, our utilities, maybe some additional savings that we have different savings goals, uh, debt repayment, and hopefully, you know, a vacation or two a year. I'm a staunch believer that we all really deserve at least a couple vacations. And then if you uh, are a big um, philanthropist that should also leave you with enough money to donate, right? So it's, I know a lot of people have a lot of different money mindset uh, issues or like money, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Anyway, doesn't matter. A lot of issues when it comes to money and that's okay. That's not something I'm going to talk about a lot. I like to bring on guests to talk about it. It's not really my area of expertise just yet, um, but I know that I've had some money hanging up. So I've had to work through a lot of other people are the same way. Um, and if part of you just always like feels bad wanting to make more money, remember if, if you want to donate money, you got to make money first. Okay. And there's nothing wrong with making money. That's the first thing we should tell ourselves. Now, also, I want to note, like this conversation can be a little depressing. If I went through all those expenses and you were like, oh, Jesus, Brayden, like that is a lot that's heavy. That's kind of making me a little bit, a little bit sad. That's, a, that's okay. It's just, it's kind of like a bandaid that we have to rip. Same thing when it comes to credit scores, debt management. These are things that we need to have open, honest conversations about at least with ourselves, if no one else, right? But the goal is to really look at how much money we need to be earning in order to plan for 
our future. So if you know that you eventually want to retire, you know, you might not have like an age that you want to do that. You're not thinking about it a lot, but you know that you eventually want to do it. You got to start saving sooner rather than later. And also if you want your business to be the primary thing that funds your life, and this is language I've been using a lot recently when I say a business that funds your life, I mean, a business that can sustain you. It makes all the money that you need to do all the things we've talked about in this episode. You don't need another source of income, or at least the business is the primary source of income. If that's your goal, then you need to be able to scale your business up to a revenue figure where it can fund all these different avenues after contemplating like your business expenses. So depending on where you are right now, this might take you one year, it might take you five years, it might take you a little bit longer to get there. I think that's okay. So one of the things I want you to start thinking about is, okay, I've done the numbers. I've kind of looked at these numbers Braden's talked about. And I do think that my business needs $200,000 in revenue to get me to where I want to be down the road. How long is it going to take me to get to $200,000? Like maybe that's the point at which I'll really start to save money into these different buckets. I would encourage you to do it sooner. Like don't wait too long. But if you can develop, if you're like, all right, I'm at $50,000 in revenue right now. I'm increasing, you know, like $10,000, $20,000 a year. Um, hopefully I can notch that up a little bit. It's feasible for me to get to this revenue figure within the next five years. Now, that is that a long-term plan? Yes, but it is doable and you can create an action plan to get there. Uh, this is one of the things I love to talk about with my students. We kind of chat about revenue projections all the time. And I don't know, for me, I'm like a future thinker. So I like to think about that. Not everyone is like that, but I want you to start getting yourself in that frame of mind. So this is all I really had to share for this podcast episode. I hope it made sense. Um, if you are in my Facebook group, Braden's Besties, I want you to go post in there. We'll post like a thread maybe about it to start a conversation. But do you agree that 200,000 should be the new six figures? What are your thoughts on this? How much do you think that you need to get to the next level? What are you working towards? Let us know. We can have a conversation and it will be a lot of fun. That's all for this episode. I will meet you uh, next week for the next one. Hey there, before you go, I wanted to give a quick thanks. Thanks so much for tuning into the show. If you loved it, I would love for you to take a screenshot of the episode or snap a quick selfie while you are listening. Share it on social and give me a tag. It'll help other kick-ass entrepreneurs like yourself find the show. That's it for today. I'll be back soon with a new episode. Meanwhile, let's roll up our sleeves and unfuck that biz.